So it's December, yeah. which means it's Christmas. It, we are getting close. And tinsel and garland everywhere, snow everywhere. People don't drive well in Ohio. You notice that? They tend to forget season to season, at least from winter to winter. Yeah. Yeah. What does it feel like to be a policeman knowing that it's about to snow and everybody's going to think it's July? Uh, but your first thought is usually, I wish I had saved up more vacation time for December. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Right. I yeah. don't want to watch these people driving into each other anymore. It can be exhausting. Obviously, during the holidays, rest comes at a premium. I don't mm. know many people who, at the end of December, say, man, I just feel so good. I rested so much this month. Right. More so in December probably than any other time of year, yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's hustle. It's bustle. I wonder what we can do to rest. And that's the topic of our show today is rest. What does it mean? How can we get more of it? What does God think about it? Does the Bible say anything about rest? We're going to find out just after this music break. You're listening to The Preacher and the Policeman. I'm LJ, The Preacher. And I'm Andy. I'm The Policeman. about what does the Bible say about it and all of that interesting story in the Old Testament referring to rest or what we call Sabbath God told Israel here's what I'm gonna do every day for six days I'm gonna give you all the food you need for the day yes so Israel hears from God he's gonna take care of them day by day what do they do some of them get out their grocery carts they bring in the forklifts they bring in pallets of food and they stockpile it in the tent in case this manna, this wonder bread from heaven, is a one-hit wonder. Reminds me a little bit of what we're going through right now with COVID-19. If you need bathroom tissue, you're not going to find any within 50 square miles of anywhere because everybody is scared that everything is going to get shut down, locked down again, and we're not going to be able to get bathroom tissue, so people stockpiled two-ply. Correct. But they did that in the Old Testament. They stockpiled everything because they were afraid God wasn't going to provide for them. There's that fear. Right that he's not going to take care of them. Yes. But when they got up the next day, that food they brought in in those to-go boxes, nasty. Full of maggots. Full of maggots. <laughs> That's right. If you're listening to this and you're eating, we're very sorry. You might want to put the fork down just for a little bit. It all, the Bible says, bread worms and stank. Yes. Because God was testing them to see if they would trust that he would take care of them. Right. And one way he tested them was he told them, you gather food each day for six days, and on the seventh day, I want you to rest. Mm -hmm. Don't work. Don't go to school. Don't go out and gather food. Gather right. as much as you need on the sixth day for two days. Now, you guys just came back from vacation. How was that? We did. It was wonderful. We didn't do a lot of resting, but we felt pretty rested. With all the things we did, we still made time to enjoy ourselves, do our sightseeing, visit our loved ones, but we came back very rested. Well, that's good. And where did you go? We went to Arizona oh. and kind of did a, a statewide tour. So we saw a little bit of everything. Okay. Now, are you the family that when you go on vacation, you guys do get some cabin time or you just go and check off the boxes and see all the sites? Well, maybe a little bit of both, but my kids will tell you that I'm the dad who stops at every historical marker. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's a good thing we flew. The kids because... love that too, I'm sure. <laughs> ah. I've been very blessed. All five of my kids have all been history nuts. Okay. And, and my wife is very patient about it and sometimes even enjoys it. Excellent. Uh, 
<laughs> but she knows that if we see a historical marker now, I will tell you that there probably have been some historical markers I missed that she didn't volunteer to tell me about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that might be because we were crunched for time. Right. So it is a good thing we flew. Yes. Because if we had driven, I wouldn't be here right now. I that's right. Back <laughs> There's probably a lot between here and Arizona. Still be three people fought on this site in 18. You turn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We got to go back. Well, I'm not as much a nut for historical markers, but I am a nut for crazy things like foot high pie how do they I make a pie it. a foot high i gotta find out and just add meringue to it that's not, you cannot miss that that's not yeah that's yes. not much genius so i've learned to not u-turn for too many of those but we are a little bit different in the fact our family when we go we build in if we go for seven days we'll build in about three days of rest because uh -huh. i personally don't want to come home and feel like i need a vacation from vacation mm -hmm. because i need to rest but i do know when it comes to rest, we need more than just a, a week away yes. every year. We need, as the God prescribed in the Old Testament, and even into the New when it comes to the body needing Sabbath, right. we need Sabbath. So God instituted that weekly on the seventh day, you're to rest. Now, we look in the New Testament, and the church would meet on the first day, and all of that mm -hmm. kind of was fulfilled in Jesus, but the yes. principle is the same. Our bodies still need rest. You need that one day, right? Exactly, right. just that one day. And I don't right. know if, if our listening audience, if you have a day off, but if not, you really tr need to try to somehow work in a day off or just some time where you get the chance to rest. Now, I'm not great at this. If I take Mondays off, because after preaching on Sunday, by Monday afternoon, I'm back down in the home office and I'm working because I can't turn my mind off for some reason. Sure. Even sure. though my body is getting rest, my mind is still worrying. I can relate. And that's probably more my vacation was the mental exhaustion. I needed a break. Yes. Uh, in fact, leading up to that, I even told my wife, I know you want to see a lot of things down there. We're going to see the Grand Canyon. We're going to go to Sedona. But could we not make it a hiking-themed vacation? <laughs> now, my wife is in good shape, much better shape than me, and I had more concerns than she did for myself. Uh, as it turned out, that wasn't really an issue. Um, the climate down there was perfect, weather was beautiful, and I didn't really have to worry so much about that, even though we did a lot of hiking. My relaxation came in the form of not having to deal with anything work-related or the normal everyday stressors of just living, working, and so forth. So that was a nice break for me mentally. Oh, yes. And that's where I need. We went on a vacation one time, and I had gone down to the hotel lobby to get the lovely some orange juice, and I walked back up, and I pulled the key out of my pocket to put it in the door, and it dawns on me, my to-do list today, get Andrea orange juice. Perfect. Check. That's all I have to do. Perfect. I have nowhere to go, nothing to do. Nobody's waiting on anything from me. Yeah. That's a wonderful thing. That's a good place to be. Yes. And I think that's probably one of the reasons God instituted this whole concept of resting because he wanted his people to rest. We need time for Sabbath. Yes. One of the key words or buzzwords you might hear now will be margin. We cram our lives so full of things that we leave no room for anything unexpected or we have no margin. Right. So basically... If you've worked in Word or Pages and you run the text all the way to the edges, there's just no give no, at right. the end. Now, when I was doing work in school, I loved wide margins because you can make that 20-page paper. <laughs> makes it look good. Only 500 words. That's right. It <laughs> right. makes it look great. But margin is so valuable. And one of the things I used to do that I'm trying to do better 
and this I think also goes toward rest, is not cramming so many things into one day. Mm -hmm. Like going from one meeting to another meeting to another appointment to another interview to another yes. meeting to a service. But if I'm going to be at a meeting, I want to be able to be there. So things go long. Mm -hmm. I'm not rushing or excusing myself from it. Right. Building in margin. There is an excellent book I'd recommend called Margin. And it's all about creating margin in your life that will allow rest and will allow us some of those unexpected things without just causing us to snap. Well, time management is definitely a skill. It takes some real practice to manage that and perfect it. But I do think that regardless of if you're good at it, mediocre at it, or even terrible at it, as long as you have that one day, yes. I think that makes a tremendous difference. God started convicting me here a couple years ago because I was doing the same thing. I thought, well, Sunday's my day off. I'll go to church. I'll come home and I'll do my list of things to do. And I felt some conviction because I didn't get that rest. And Sunday night I was exhausted. Monday I started my work week exhausted. And I kept that cycle going for a very long time. Exactly. So he tests our faithfulness this way, just like he tested the faithfulness of the Israelites. Right. And... It can be a little bit difficult to do at first. Those old habits die hard, and we are creatures of habit. But once we do that, what a difference. Oh, man. And so I have church service I look forward to, the fellowship afterwards, usually a good meal that we're going to have with friends and loved ones. But I also look forward to that Sunday afternoon nap. Yes. And just not really worrying about much of anything. That's a blessing. And I've noticed on Sunday afternoons or Mondays if I'm taking that day off, now, during the holidays, I know we've often said, I don't have time, I'm too busy, things are bustling, but COVID-19, I think, kicked some of those crutches out from underneath of us it did. this year and taught us that not as much is essential as we thought was essential. Right. I know a lot of people during March to May rested more than they have probably had in their lives. I know I did. I got more naps, I got more rest, body and mind because we didn't go to here, there, and everywhere. And I love to travel and do things, but those were all off the table. And so the only thing to do at that point was rest. Sure. And that was, that was kind of a blessing. I think, personally, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is take a nap. I think, I think if you're cranky and grumpy, you're not representing Jesus very well. Nobody wants to be around you. <laughs> so go home and take a nap. Well, he did it. He did. That's true. So I don't feel any conviction over taking those naps. I don't feel if my body needs it, my body's telling me I need to take a nap. Right. And Jesus did it, so I think we're That's okay. That's right. That, that is the ultimate trump card. Well, Jesus did it, so I'm totally good. <laughs> right, right. So if you're tired, take a nap. And don't feel guilty about taking a nap. Exactly. Now, if obviously... The scripture says, if a man doesn't work, a man doesn't eat. So there's this principle that we need to work and we need to be productive. But most of us probably listening to this are productive and working and probably working too hard and mm -hmm. not building enough margin. Let's give you a few tips. Get away for a day and put your phone on do not disturb. One of the worst like ways to try to rest or take a day off is to keep looking at your phone. Amen. See if that text comes back or did they email me back? Anybody reply on Marketplace or whatever. You just can't get rest. So put it on Do Not Disturb. Take it only if you have to take it. Take it just for emergencies. Don't be tethered to it. It's very difficult. The convenience is wonderful, but I do miss the days when we weren't attached to those things. I do too. And I think that's really good advice. And I don't think we have to feel guilty. There is a difference in our, in our day with phones because if somebody says, hey, can you send me that file? 
if I say no, it's really not because I can't. Right. It's because I won't, because I can. Right. But if I send them that file and reply to that email and send this and work on this, I'll never get rest. Right. So I do think we have to be able to say guiltlessly, I'll get that to you tomorrow. I'll exactly. get that to you when I'm back in the office. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Not and people all. know that you can respond. They know you can go into your Dropbox or Google Drive and send it. But just because you can doesn't mean you should because especially, especially if you have family. Your family needs you to be there. Uh, there have been times where even on a day off, I'll kind of sneak in an email or something, and my family knows I'm not present. I may physically be there, but mentally I'm elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So my family needs me to get rest. I need to get rest. You need to get rest. If you can't take a day off during the week, maybe you work a Monday through Friday, try to make Saturday your Sabbath. I had somebody come up to me one time and they said, oh man, Sunday is no Sabbath. And I replied, no, it's not a Sabbath. It's the day we come together and worship corporately. It's not a Sabbath. That's Saturday. So if you're taking him to baseball, her to soccer, them to band, and then you're going to a birthday party, that's not on God to not provide you a chance to rest. And that's not on the church to say, well, then take Sunday off. You're good. Right. You need to prioritize. Okay, I'm going to get rest. If I'm going to take them there, I'm going to get away and I'm going to rest. I'm going to get some Sabbath. We need to build in Sabbath. And when we have that, work hard to keep from working hard. There you go. <laughs> We've tried to do staycation before. That doesn't work very well. Because about three days in, we're cleaning our own house, we're mowing our own lawn, we're doing our own clothes. And it's just, that just doesn't work very well. If you do a staycation, then do it, but pretend like you're in somebody else's Airbnb. And <laughs> That's a wonderful idea. I like that. Try to treat that house like it's somebody else's because we need rest. Well, and I think that a lot of people revisiting what you said a minute ago, a lot of people do get hung up on some kind of theological complication when it comes to the Sabbath, whether it's Saturday, whether it's Sunday. But you also have to consider that, you know, you, for example, one of your busiest days of your work week is Sunday because you are a full-time senior pastor of a significantly sized church. And so if you're working Sunday, you still need at some point to have that day of rest. Our officers may have Tuesday and Wednesday off as their weekend. Right. Uh, obviously, nurses, firefighters, not everybody gets Saturday and Sunday off. Right. I think the importance is, and this is where, you know, when the Pharisees confronted Jesus about the Sabbath and tried to entrap him, I think that they missed the point in the same way that sometimes we miss the point that we don't have to have this regimented, it has to be the Sunday that I'm going to rest. Right. Maybe my day off is Wednesday and Thursday, and I'm going to take off Thursday to rest. Whatever the case may be, God gave six days, and then he rested. Yes. He told the Israelites the same thing about the manna, that on the seventh day, he didn't say, make sure you understand that this is the day that you're going to... He said the sixth day, not it's going to be every Saturday period. I realize that's their Sabbath, but at the same time, we can't always do that in our modern world. True. And there are denominations that maybe have some differences and, and some religions that say it's Saturday, you know, it's Sunday, et cetera, et cetera. But to get into the weeds with all that, I think we miss the point in the same way the Pharisees did. Great point. The point is we need Sabbath. And we whether that Sabbath. Sabbath is Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday. I See, I didn't realize that officers had different weekends until I became a chaplain. And then I learned that this officer's weekend is Tuesday, Wednesday, and this right. one is Thursday, Friday, and this right. one is Saturday, Sunday. And yeah. I didn't realize that, but it makes perfect sense. Sure. You don't want, 
<laughs> you don't want Saturday and Sunday to be no police presence. No coverage. That'd be chaotic if there yeah. was a time when there was no coverage right. for emergency services. Right. So it does make sense that the letter of the law in this case, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, needs to bow to the spirit of the law, and that is ultimately our bodies, our minds were built to need rest. And I've noticed this too. When I don't get rest, my body will shut down. Mm. I'll get sick sure. or just worn down, and oh. I will have to sleep in order to recharge. We're not surprised when our cell phones, our smartphones go down. We're like, ah, oh, battery's dead again. But we think for some reason that our body is yes. able to just keep going and going and going and going and going and going right. and going. But eventually, our body will tell us, and you're done. I need a nap. And <laughs> you, you take a nap now. And our family will tell us too, <laughs> you need a nap. It's time to take a nap. I've heard that once or twice, probably. Yes, yes. So make sure during this holiday season, while it will be busy, while it will be bustling, it will be less busy perhaps than most holiday seasons in time past because there aren't as many gatherings, as many parties because of COVID-19. Let this be a season where we stop and rest and realize the reason for this really is to celebrate that Jesus Christ, God himself, came to earth to save us from our sins. Slow down and let some night be silent enough to be able to rest and even hear from God. I want to thank you for tuning in to The Preacher and the Policeman. Be sure to tune in next time when we talk about anger as we mix in the gospel with some current events and do our best to add a heaping helping of humor. My name is LJ. I'm the preacher. And I'm Andy. I'm the policeman. And we want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and tell you to be blessed and be safe.